family. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Oh, man, I've been dreading doing this, but I got to do it because I love my friend and I want to make sure I pay proper tribute to her. So on Monday, August 30th, the Sacramento community lost a champion in the passing of Miss Dana Maisha. She made everyone everyone she met made them feel special she was hyped she was like i used to call her like the neighborhood hype person because she was always excited about what people were doing you would always see her at the african market or in her store or wherever and she's a peace queen peace king and she was just so full of life and energy she made everyone feel special and like i said she was that hype person excited to see you and hear about what you had going on and find out how she could support you. She was not only my friend, but she was a supporter of Full Circle. And she would be like, sis, I wanna pour into your show. And she would sponsor episodes. She sponsored several episodes over the years. And in turn, I supported her bookstore. Dana was my walking partner. All last summer, we decided that we wanted to get healthier and we made a pact that we would get up and walk. And we were in her store talking about it. And and I was like, yeah, yeah, just let me know. And, and that night she was like, OK, sis, what time you want to meet tomorrow? And we started this walking journey with some other friends and we walked and we started adding weights and we had our whole little workout routine. And we did that for a good portion of the summer last year. And that's where I really got to know Dana Maisha as a person and who she was. And I remember her telling me about Escape Velocity, which is her nonprofit. But before I tell you about that, because I think that whole name is dope and explains who she is. She was a fierce advocate for the community, especially for our youth. She was a neighborhood literacy pusher, that's what I call her, founding the Boys in the Hood Book Club and the Around the Way Girls Book Club and opening All Things Literacy Bookstore in Florence Square. It was her strong belief that literacy was the key to unlocking our potential and she did everything she could to encourage people of all ages to read. Dana founded a nonprofit called Escape Velocity, like I mentioned. And I remember asking her, what is Escape Velocity? What does that mean? And it's a physics term. She told me it's a physics term. And I'm going to read you the definition. It is the minimum speed needed for a free, non-propelled object to escape from the gravitational influence of a massive body, thus reaching an infinite distance from it. She knew that the community, when we start to build as a community, build each other, build wealth, build businesses, build our children, that we would gain the traction that we need to propel ourselves to a level of freedom that no one could stop us from. She worked with the youth to help them get jobs. She employed youth in her store. She was just a light, a positive energy, a force. And she was a community activist to the max. And I'm so glad to see the, the article that was in the Sacramento Bee about her. She co-founded the Shop Black Friday, the Malcolm X Festival, the Soul Food Festival that's going down next weekend, and so much more. So in loving memory of Dana, they're asking that we shop her store, keep her legacy alive. Because she was such a blessing to the community, as a community, they're asking that we come together and support her bookstore. It was truly her labor of love 
And I remember going into Florence Square many times just to see if Dana was in there so we can have a conversation because she was such a light and such a positive force. So they're asking people to come through, buy out the store. There's books for all ages from children. There's cookbooks. There's support books in terms of like, you know, getting healthy, things like that. There's all types of different genres of books. So they're just asking you to come support the store and not only support the store, but support Dana's legacy of advocating for legacy for our children, for community building, for our community, and picking up the torch wherever she was. So again, in loving memory of Dana, go to All Things Literacy and more. She also had glorious accessories, so you can get some accessories, books, or if you want to just make a donation to support you can do that as well. It's at 2251 Florin Road. I'm sure you won't miss it because I'm sure there will be a long line of people wanting to support Gloria's accessories, purchasing earrings and all of the accessories that she had, as well as books and continuing the legacy journey and just the legacy that Dana built for our children and our families and our community. So I just want to say to my friend, I love you, Dana. I am going to miss you greatly. But we know that you were here to shine a light on the world and a light you did shine and you were so bright. And so I just want to thank you for being my friend. And I love you and I will miss you. Family, when I say show love to everyone you meet at the end of every show, I'm not just saying that to have a slogan. I really mean that because we never know when is going to be our last day or our family members last day on earth. And you don't want to ever go out with regret or have regret from losing someone. There's three words that we can say to our friends and our family. And I don't take these three words lightly. And I hope you don't either. And I'm going to let Stevie Wonder tell you. And we'll be back with the show. When was the last time that they heard you say, Mother or Father, I love you. And when was the last time that they heard you say, Full Circle? Full Circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's the show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. We are back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Oh, man, what a show we are going to have today. <sighs> I'm good. I'm good. I am good. I'm good. I'm good because what better guest, first of all, to have in the studio when you have a complete emotional breakdown? <laughs> <laughs> during your show, but to have Reverend Tammy Denise, such a comforting presence. Thank you so much. Oh, it is such an honor to be here with you as always. And, um, you know, part of the culture of Carrie's Touch is tears are always welcome. Happy yeah. tears, sad tears, glad tears, sorrowful tears, angry tears, stressful tears, anxious tears, you know, rejoicing tears, tears. Yeah. yeah. 
are always welcome. Yeah. And those tears that you shed are just confirmation of the beautiful relationship that you have had with an amazing woman that I never had the privilege to meet. Mm -hmm. But I know her through your introduction. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was amazing to have someone like Reverend Tammy here. And I'm sure I'm probably near your age if not if we're not the same age but it was just like a motherly yes, presence that's right that's right that that's why I came and I said hey may I touch you you yeah. know yeah um because I think the way God designed humans mm -hmm. is that we are supposed to be together and um COVID is crazy and I know we're not necessarily here to talk about COVID, but mm -hmm. COVID is impacting all of us and all of our lives. And we've had so much loss in mm -hmm. the past 18 months that people um, are not knowing what to do with just this amount of grief yeah. on a regular basis. And it's person after person, giant after giant, a significant community member, homeless person, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, that's no longer with us and it's impacting us yeah. emotionally yeah. and spiritually. So we have to take those moments. And it's I applaud you for opening your show like this um, because we need to just be able to be human. Yeah. You know, we move, 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 go, go, go. And it's OK to be still. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We are both rocking our Ebony London <laughs> breast cancer yes. awareness earrings or breast cancer earrings, yes, right? Yes, You had it right. Breast okay, cancer, breast cancer yeah. awareness yes. earrings. And I have to tell you, family. So, you know, normally Reverend Tammy, Carrie's Touch, friend to the show. Yeah. Love that organization. Yeah. And they're usually here in, in October. Mm -hmm. But you're here a little early this year. So yes, we're going to jump into that. But before we do, there may be someone who's listening that has never heard of you or Carrie's Touch or the organization or the right. uh, incredible work that you do. So introduce yourself and your organization to the fam. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I will begin by saying, by the grace of God, a phenomenal medical team and just a bomb.com tribe, I get to present with you this year as a 17-year breast cancer survivor. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And it's important that I say that and that people hear that. Because I was told that I would only live five years. Mm. And here I am 12 years past the diagnosis and prognosis. So, you know, once God has told you one thing, mm -hmm. you know, whose report shall we believe? Right. I said that to a survivor this morning. Whose report shall we believe? Mm -hmm. We shall believe the report of the Lord. Isaiah 53 and 1. Now, my friend asked me, well, what are you going to be talking about? You've been talking about God? You've been talking about... <laughs> It's kind of interwoven, ain't it? You know, you know, be talking about <laughs> Carrie's touch, and I was like, "Well, the invitation is for Carrie's touch, but God is always with me, yeah. so God is always going to come into this." And um, God is a very integral part of the work that we do um, at Carrie's Touch. Um, I I am a follower of, a, of Christ, and so I call God God Christ. Christ, Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, um, Friend of Friend, Brother, Sister, Mother. Mm -hmm. Some people call God Allah, Buddha, um, and, and many, many other names uh, for, for God. And I believe that God is bigger and big enough mm -hmm. for all of us. Yeah. So that's my soapbox over there. Back to Carrie's Touch. So with <laughs> Carrie's Touch... <laughs> um, we were founded 15 years ago, 
um, after I was diagnosed because I couldn't find support that was going to tell me I could live. Mm. I couldn't find support of women that looked like me that were sur- surviving the disease. And finally, I had to try- drive all the way to Oakland to find an African-American breast cancer conference that's now hosted by Stanford University. Um, They just celebrated their 10th year with Stanford. But nonetheless, that conference, I walked into the room and there were hundreds and hundreds of black and brown women who were breast cancer survivors. Mm. And that gave me air and that gave me hope. And I said, I want to do something. And my sister, who is no longer with us, but she and I had a conversation. God gave me a download. She scribed it all out and transcribed it all out. And um, Carrie's Touch was born. Mm. This weekend is significant for us. And one of the reasons we're here early is this is Chalk It Up weekend, Mm -hmm. right? And my sister loved Chalk It Up. It was, yeah, it was a thing for her Mm -hmm. to do. And so we've, as a family, we went to Chalk It Up every year. Mm -hmm. And so as Carrie's Touch, we continued the tradition and we host a square each year. This year we're hosting two squares. Um, one is the artist is Cheryl Averill. She's a okay. member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And the other is Summer Hayes. Oh, she, Sum! Yeah. Summer's an artist? Yes! Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Summer is a member of Zeta Phi Beta mm-hmm. uh, Sorority Incorporated. And so they both have a litany of other things that they do, but I'm just shouting them and their sororities out. Mm-hmm. So they will be outside on the ground with their chalk and their knee pads chalking it up in honor of our 15th fifteenth uh, anniversary celebration for Carrie's Touch and in honor of our co-founder, Lynn Marie Rankin-Cochran. Yeah. yeah. I am so excited about that. Yeah. Chalk it. I love Chalk It Up as yeah, well. it's fun. And I love the fact, because I used to work like two blocks over mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the corrections building, and it would be cool that even after Chalk It Up was over, we mm-hmm. would walk around Fremont Park and the, the you know, all yep. the squares would still be preserved. Yep. It would be gorgeous to see to see the art that people come up with. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It it is amazing. Cheryl's been with us, I think this is Cheryl's fifth or sixth year, Mm -hmm. and and we began with my great niece. She was nine years old when she first started, Mm -hmm. and um, the art that she did was just amazing as a nine-year-old. I've got pictures of her completely covered in chalk. (laughs) From head to toe. But it's a beautiful event. It's a fun family event. It's outdoors, which is one of the reasons I'm pumping it up, you know, so you can put mm-hmm. your mask on, yeah. still go outdoors and still, you know, keep your distance from people and be able to get a little bit of air and a little bit of sunshine, get some vitamin D in us. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are quite deficient as a community yeah. on vitamin D. And I, I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Never gone to medical school and I'm not licensed to give medical advice. Mm-hmm. But what I have seen and now what the medical professionals are talking about is um, the need for 
everybody to make sure that your vitamin D levels are up to par because that is helping many, many people combat COVID. Yeah. 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 I've heard the same thing. And yeah. Yes, family. Do your research, but, you know, check it out and do what you need to do to stay healthy. Chalk it up for anyone that's listening that may not be aware of it. It's this amazing event that happens every Labor Day weekend at Fremont Park, which is at Q and Mm -hmm. fifth between 15th and 16th. And every sidewalk square is um, a different organization or artist comes and they put art down and it's so beautiful. And I'm love, I love to see Carrie's touch. Are you going to be out there cheering the artists on? Like, do you have any plans to be out there? Absolutely. When mm-hmm. I leave here, I'm headed over there to, okay. to cheer them on, you know, spray water on them or uh-huh. do something, uh-huh. bring them a <laughs> snack. <laughs> Cause it's a big, it's a big it's thing. It's a big thing. Yeah. It is a big thing. And so uh, summer will kill me for saying this on, on the air, but summer all of a sudden this week, she started to get a little overwhelmed because uh-huh. we've been trying to prep her and say, okay, she, you know, Summer's like, I don't see why it takes three days to uh-huh. create. Like, yep, it does. Yeah. It does. You know, it does. Yeah. And so she has just been trekking along, but she is so super excited. She had her son as her ruler yesterday oh. measuring <laughs> Her square and her dimension, Aww. so she know what she was doing. But it is, um, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's exciting for us to be able to celebrate um, fifteen years. Yeah, you know, I was talking to my um, business coach last week, and I was frustrated about a few things. And she said, "Tammy, do you realize that you're in the top four percent?" And I was like, four percent of what?" Mm-hmm. She said, "Business owners." Um, and I was like. Okay, how? Mm-hmm. She said, "You're 15." Oh wow! Right, wow. You, you're 15. Most businesses don't make it five, three years, mm-hmm. and then they say the benchmark is five, and we're 15. You're three times that. Yeah, we're 15, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow." You know, this little black organization based here in Sacramento, stomping and screaming in the capital across the nation and mm-hmm. around the world about saving black women. Mm-hmm. You know, with breast cancer and part of our 15th anniversary, one of the things that we did um, is we condensed our mission statement. Okay. Our mission statement used to be a little bit long. Uh, it doesn't mean that we are no longer um, raising awareness and um, educating the community and fighting for survivors. None of that. But we wanted to be kind of like Disneyland. You know, what is the Disneyland um, motto, um, mission statement? They just want to make people happy. Mm-hmm. The to happiest make, place on earth. Right. Yeah. To make people happy. Mm-hmm. And so we condensed ours to say our mission is to save more okay. black women. I did see that recently. Did you see that? Yes, it's very impactful. Yeah. yeah. And our vision is to humanize the black woman mm. and her experience with breast cancer, period. That That is a place to draw a period because that, we're going to take a break. When we come back, though, <laughs> because that alone, hum, the humanizing, yeah. that statement is so powerful and yeah. people don't realize how deep that really is. Right. But when we come back, we're going to unpack that a little bit. Plus, we're also going to tell the family throughout the, the hour what Carrie's Touch is doing to celebrate this huge milestone. Keep it right here, family. We will be right back. It's full circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. And uh, we're going to be right back after this. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle. 
97.5. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. We're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having one of my favorite guests on the show, <laughs> Reverend Tammy Denise. She is the co-founder of Carrie's Touch, a breast cancer organization like no other. And before we went to the break, you talked about your mission and your vision statement. Yeah. I want to go back to that vision. Well, both of them. Okay. Both of them are powerful. So tell people your mission statement again. Our mission statement is to save more black women. Let's leave it at that for a moment. And then your vision? To humanize the black woman and her experience with breast cancer. Let's just park it right there for a minute because there is so, we already know that we don't really get doctors in the medical profession in a lot of areas generally um, don't take black women seriously with our pain they think we you know we have this super high pain threshold so we don't need a lot they don't take our complaints serious and i'm not saying all doctors so don't at me don't call you know just saying <laughs> in general it's been people's experiences mm-hmm. and it may have been yours too um but that humanizing yeah their experience yeah. it's already bad enough and and if if you guys follow the show on social media you will see that September is uh, Thyroid Cancer Awareness Month. And every Tuesday, you'll see me posting some thyroid cancer facts because I'm a 30-year survivor. But hearing those words, and I can say knowing firsthand, hearing those words Mm -hmm. from your doctor that it is cancer, the biopsy came back, whatever the words were for that person that is in that seat, that's already enough. Mm-hmm. And to have a doctor not be compassionate enough mm-hmm. to give you the space to really absorb that. Yeah. You know, because I've seen and I've heard people say, my doctor was like, oh, yeah, you have cancer. Now this is what we're going to do. And granted, you want to fix it and you want to give me the treatment plant. But you just told me something that I need right. to just sit with for a minute. Absolutely. So I love that. We want to humanize this experience. for Absolutely. Women. Absolutely. First of all, kudos to you. For um, I, I was trying to take notes and I forgot the number. How many years uh, thyroid? Thirty. Well, no, no, not thirty. Excuse me. Uh, over twenty. Over twenty. Yeah, because my son was nine, so about over twenty years. Okay. Yeah. Thirty, twenty, uh-huh. ten, five. Uh-huh. Five minutes. Kudos to you, Thank you. for um, being a survivor. Uh, we know what that looks like and sounds like and feel like feels like. And I had a similar experience to yours um, with my doctor uh, initially. And it's kind of the foundation of a lot of the work that we do with, with Carrie's Touch. When I was presented my treatment options, I was offered to participate in a clinical trial. Mm-hmm. And I asked my doctor, well, how are black women responding to this trial so far? And he said, I don't know. Mm. And I said, unacceptable. How dare you walk in here, offer me a treatment option, and you don't know how it's impacting women that look like me? Mm-hmm. And Miss Wanda, I have moved forward okay. with that very same motivation um, around doctors not knowing, not seeing us as human or think being arrogant enough to think that they could come into the room with us 
and and to deliver such traumatic news and not be able to provide basic answers. I understand that doctors are human. I love doctors and I advocate for doctors Mm -hmm. and I am grateful for them. And in their profession, the expectation as a patient is that when I walk in that room, the medical professional is gonna have more knowledge than I do. So to be on the same level with me <laughs> talking about a clinical trial and a treatment option, that was unacceptable. Yeah. Another reason we decided to condense and modify our mission and vision is because 17 years ago, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, the statistics were about 41% higher mortality rates for black women than white women who are actually diagnosed um, more frequently than, white, than black women are. That was 17 years ago. Mm -hmm. And today in 2021, Miss Wanda, the statistics are that black women die at about 41% higher rates than white women with breast cancer. The needle has not moved, Mm. not one ounce. And so time out and time's up for that just grossly disproportionately high um, mortality rate of black women. And oftentimes it's unnecessary. Yeah. You know, there are things that we can do to help this process along the way. Um, last year, uh, after, you know, I presented on your show, mm-hmm. I had the privilege of presenting at the Clinical Oncology Pathways Congress. And I introduced to them a concept called ethnocentric patient centered care. Pathways, And what that looks at is the current voices of the black and BIPOC communities around um, the voices of the patient that creates a care pathway methodology that takes seriously the unique experiences of black and patients of color to know that it's different Mm. and to know that the approach is different. And today as we are moving forward what we are how we are advancing that pathway concept is acknowledging that for many black people we walk into a doctor's office already traumatized yeah if it's not racism on the job it's racism um at the grocery store we have high stress levels in our home. So many of us live in toxic environments at home. Many of our churches are toxic because mm-hmm. so many people are trying to please the pastor mm-hmm. instead of pleasing God. And they think that they can work their way into heaven. Um, so that's a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, there's many of us that are in ex- circles that it's crabs in the bucket. You don't have people that truly celebrate your win that truly want to see you succeed. And so we walk into an exam room already at a high stress level because we deal with trauma every single day. Mm-hmm. And then to have a doctor to walk into the room with you and not see you and act like they're asking you to order lunch, we want to help uh, reshape that process and that communication process. So I can't say much more about the details yet, but we are yeah. we are 
in the works with medical professionals across the nations, with politicians across the nation, creating a pathway that is tailored to people of color. It's like, come on, people. This, like this work, it's in 2020, we're still trying to push and do this work and right. have our voices heard. Right. That's what's so hurtful and yeah. disappointing. Yeah. But I can't stay on the disappointment long because right. it's about progress about and we're progress. making that progress. No Absolutely. matter how late it is, mm -hmm. we're making that progress. And I'm so glad an organization like Carrie's Touches mm -hmm. around again to fight for and be mm -hmm. the voice of our community when it comes to breast cancer. Absolutely. You know, in the long version of the mission, maybe we'll do bullets, but in the long <laughs> version of the mission, we say we fight for those who cannot, will not, and do not know how to fight for themselves. Yeah. Because quite often, you know, we'll get a woman and we ask her, you know, how can I support you? And her answer is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Part of that is she doesn't know what she doesn't know because she's never faced a breast cancer diagnosis. And the other part is nobody's ever asked. Yeah. Nobody has ever asked, how can I support you? What What do you need? What do you want? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so critical. And it's okay to not know because mm -hmm. you have an organization like Carrie Touch that will walk by your side. Yes. That will show you the things that you need to know, show you how to advocate, show you what questions to ask, you know, and show you how to build a tribe. One of the things I always talk about to other people is the fact that you built this tribe mm -hmm. of people that were there at the doctor with you, were there doing Absolutely. things for you, were there to support you in different ways. For sure. Yeah, and I always try to tell people, I always share that story. Like, I think, because I think that that was so unique. I had never heard of that. Mm -hmm, and and mm -hmm. never even knew that we can give ourselves permission to build a tribe in that way. And what I'm saying, family, if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard Reverend Tammy and I talk on the show before, when she was diagnosed, she had people in the room with her to Absolutely. ask the doctor the questions that she needed to know. They gathered beforehand and correct me if I'm wrong and then had brought those people with her to the doctor so they can advocate because again I don't know about you but my ears were ringing yeah. and I was alone yeah. and my ears were ringing when the doctor said that. Well she told me on the phone but when I came in to see the surgeon and he confirmed, well, let's confirm that you do have thyroid cancer. And I was just like, oh, and then it, my voice, I just kind of left my body for a while. So it would have been nice to have someone in the room with me to ask those questions, to let me take a breath and to still be there to get the answers and information that we need. So if you if you don't know, it's OK. Reach out to Carrie's Touch because that's what they're there for. They can help you to start to build community. Absolutely. And Miss Wanda, you <laughs> you said something that triggered me. You know, Carrie's Touch did a, pro a project last year called Breast Cancer Be Like. And it's a video. It's a parody around of the support that our white colleague, uh, our white counterparts um, receive at a doctor's office. They oftentimes get so many resources they don't even know what to do with them but the fact that they get resources is an amazing thing they bring them into the doctor's office they sit down and they have a conversation with them you would be amazed to know how many black women that i have spoken with who actually receive their diagnosis over the phone mm. this is way before covid <laughs> you know mm. um 
and that is just unacceptable. I received my diagnosis while driving my children to San Francisco after my doctor asked, is this a good time? And I said, no. And she she said, well, this will only take a second. Well, excuse me, ma'am. Right. right. <laughs> this will only take a second. So I thought she was going to give me good news. Right. <laughs> well, this will only take a second. And when she said that my tumors were um, malignant, mm-hmm. then I, I, I didn't know what to, to do. I just, you know, and she said, well, you'll need to schedule surgery right away. With whom? Right. <laughs> Who do you want how me to schedule? So, what, I don't even know what you just said to me, lady. Right. So in the video, Breast Cancer B, like um, it goes through the all of this support um, for the, the white patient and then the black patient. Um, the doctor has no um, compassion in her voice. Hello, Miss Jones. Uh, you have breast cancer. Thank mm. you. Goodbye. And, you know, and of course, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. parody. So it's yeah. exaggerated on both ends of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, I know it's sounding like I'm giving doctors a hard time and I'm not. I, I, I really am an advocate for um, the medical uh, professionals and the medical community mm-hmm. um, because. I believe that it's time for us to build bridges and create uh, medical partnerships with our physicians because in our community, there's so much bad history and bad trauma and Mm -hmm. rightly so that many people don't trust the doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are so many more good doctors than there are bad doctors. And so if you get a bad doctor that you are empowered to change him or her. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through a journey like breast cancer with the doctor that you mm-hmm. can't talk to, don't feel seen, don't feel heard, and most importantly, don't feel that they have your care as their best interest. They should. Most do, but not all. Yeah, that's that's such an ele- uh, excellent point that we do have the right to change. Yes. Like if you don't feel good, don't feel comfortable, get a new one. You can get a it's, new You doctor. can. Your yeah. health insurance will, you know, because yep. I'm low my insurance. No, nope, yep. your, your, your health insurance will okay yeah. that. And yeah. you should actually tell them exactly why you want to get a new why doctor. You this want, doctor yes. is not serving me in the way I need to be served. Correct. I need Dr. X or whatever. Yep. You know, absolutely. The other thing, too, is because I found this. It's so interesting. I always all my practitioners, I try to have black practitioners Mm -hmm. or people of color. Mm -hmm. And I had a black male doctor for a long time. Love, loved my doctor. But after I got um, it was just recently someone was asking me about my doctors and everything. And I've since switched to a black female. And I said, You know, even with the black male, even though he was a black male, I still felt that he was a little bit condescending to me because I was a woman. Mm. So and and it did. It took me a while to realize. And I was like, no, I'm not going to take this. I'm going to switch Mm -hmm. to someone else. So even though, you know, somebody we can't always say it's the white doctor Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. sometimes it's our own our own people, too. Again, I am not bashing doctors in any way. I'm just saying these have been experiences that I or other people that I know have had. Um, But we want to make sure that you feel comfortable with whoever your practitioner is, Mm -hmm. because 
you can't heal if you're worried about or you're feeling oh. mistreated by yeah. your practitioner. Right. And many times what happens is patients default their uh, or abandon their treatment. Mm. Uh, and that's why yeah. in many cases we have the highest mortality rate across disease states. You name it, diabetes, heart disease, um, comp, uh, high blood pressure, uh, other stuff that people <laughs> die from. Mm-hmm. We uh, unfortunately carry the crown and the trophy in mortality. Mm-hmm. So we want to build healthy patient relationships. Mm-hmm. And I also typically choose practitioners of color, female practitioners of color, based on what you experience, but that doesn't mean that there are not amazing male doctors yeah. out there. My yes. cardiologist, I mean, I've had um, heart problems since I was 15, but my cardiologist is um, Middle Eastern, yeah. and he's amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I started this by saying, God, a phenomenal medical team. Mm-hmm. That oncologist that came into my office, he's still my oncologist today yeah. that I check in with, and now we partner and serve black patients together nice. you know through Carrie's touch so he he just had to know what he didn't know that you can't just you wouldn't do it anywhere else mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and the other thing is teach your doctor how how yeah. you know it's okay to communicate with them how you need to be communicated with absolutely you know if you articulate with them like I need you to not only give it to me verbally but in writing or whatever the situation is right it's okay again give yourself that permission to be to be your own advocate and say Dr. X I need this or when you tell me this I just need like two minutes just to absorb what you're saying and get my thoughts together and then proceed or whatever it is but it's okay they're not the chief of the room it's your body and you need to be able to advocate and give yourself permission to advocate ask the questions and communicate with the doctor how you need to be communicated with so that you can again get to the healing because if you have all this other stuff in your brain worried about this or i don't feel they're treating me right or whatever it is that's going to block your healing it blocks your healing yeah absolutely and you you spoke a little bit earlier about i got on a tangent and you were talking <laughs> about um bringing people in the room yes and so you're, you're back there so since the last time we spoke, and forgive me, y'all, for my raspy voice, this air in Sacramento is just no good, and I have asthma, and so here we are. But um, you spoke about bringing people in the room, and so we have now formalized that process, and we've gotten a graphic together, and we call it my Ubuntu circle. Mm. And Ubuntu is a South African word that translates into I am because you are, meaning that we are greater together as a collective. And because we have each other, each of us exist independently and collectively. Mm-hmm. And so um, this graphic, it should be ready within the next week, but it shows um, a, a people uh, um, around the circle. Um, and then it, the circle looks like a bullseye. And in the circle, there's different colors that will connect to um, a different part of how you collect your 
um, Ubuntu circle. And it goes from um, your inner circle. That's typically two to five people that are closest to you. And these are the people that you kind of trust with your secrets, secrets, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, These are the people that you get to cry to with and get to say the ugly things. So if your mom is a crier and can't handle... um, you know, the intimate details of a cancer journey, she might not be part of your Ubuntu circle. You know, um, if your best friend um, doesn't do well around sick people, she Mm -hmm. might not be part of your Ubuntu circle. Mm. Um, But it's those people that are close to you that can handle that because those are the people that you want in the doctor's office. You can't take a crier into the doctor's office. Right. You can't take someone who can't handle hearing traumatic information into the doctor's office. The doctor's office at this point, when you start your healing process, Mm -hmm. it's almost like a business transaction, right? You bring the people on your team that's going to help you reach the goal. Well, the goal is survivorship. Mm-hmm. So you've got to have people in that office that can absorb the information quickly, synthesize it, and then ask the questions that we have already prepared to go in. When you go into your doctor's office, you might have 15 good minutes with the doctor. Mm-hmm. You can't ask the doctor questions like, am I going to die? I can yeah. help you. Yes, mm-hmm. you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be of cancer? I don't know. Right. But don't ask your doctor, are you going to die? Ask your doctor, okay, doctor, what do you have planned to help me live? How can I live? Ask your doctor questions like, if I were your mother or your wife or your sister, what treatment would you offer to them? Mm, right? So, right, you get in there and you ask questions to the answers that you really want. You want to know how to live. Yeah. And for me, I ask, what is the most aggressive treatment available to save my life? And that's when I was pre- presented with, with a clinical trial. If you're not presented with the clinical trial, ask your doctor, is there a clinical trial that meets my specifications of my diagnosis that I can participate in? Yeah. Just a quick note on clinical trials. What I loved about being in a clinical trial was that I actually got, uh, my care was 10X'd from the medical professionals because I met with my basic team, my doctors, but then I also met with the researchers and the researchers, Mm. they're doing research. So they want to know if you normally breathe in um, five times an hour and you're Mm -hmm. all of a sudden breathing in seven times an hour, they want to know. You know, and then if or if you're breathing in 25 times an hour, not only do they want to know, they're going to start making modifications so you can get back down to breathing five times an hour. Mm-hmm. Now I know people breathe more. In more right, 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 right. But I was giving Just a simple example. example. <laughs> simple because you're right. People will at you. People will call you mad. Social media is yeah. a mess. Yeah. But <laughs> you're right. But but having the research team there along the way as well was so helpful because they were able to answer questions that my doctor couldn't at that time. And so when I said to him unacceptable when he said he didn't know what he did and why he's still my doctor today, he said, I don't know that answer, 
but I know the people that can give you that answer. Mm. And he had his assistant call the researcher into the exam room, and we had a conversation from there. Nice. And that's what you want, you know. Um, and each stage and each appointment, the questions will be different, but your 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 inner circle team will help you um, uh, build that up. I, I spent way too much time on inner circle. Really quickly, it's the That's phone okay. call away, people. You've got people in your life that you're good. Miss Wanda, you and I don't go to lunch together. Mm-hmm. We see each other maybe two, three times a year. Mm-hmm. But if you need something, you know you can call me mm-hmm. and you got it. And if I need something, I know I can call you and I got got you. I got you. Right. (laughs) That's that phone call away person. You don't have to. You don't have to feel guilty like, oh, man, I haven't talked to her in a year. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I really need her to bring me, you know, some hand sanitizer because I saw that hand sanitizer she had, you know, on her desk when I was at the show. Mm -hmm. And I want that hand sanitizer. You can have a phone call away person. Mm-hmm. One and done. There are people in all of our lives that we have blessed them to an impact that we will never know until something happens. And they feel like they want to pay us back and they want to help. Mm-hmm. They typically do one thing and they're gone. And that's good. <laughs> because yeah. that one and done person that's that person you haven't talked to since you blessed them and they're like Miss Wanda I really really want to help you what what can I do and you say well sweetie I am out of paper products whatever your budget allows I need paper towels I need toilet paper I need paper plates you know I know that's not environmentally friendly but when you're going through cancer you don't have energy to wash dishes and you got to make it convenient for you so you know i I need paper products i need dish soap i need you know Mm. make a list of your staples so when people ask what do you need Mm. if they're your staples it doesn't matter if you got five bottles of dawn Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. dish soap Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's your favorite so you're going to use it it's you know if it's a favorite food that your family uses eats on a regular basis you're gonna use it so so when people say what can you do what what can they do you're already prepared those are the one and done people then this is one of my favorite groups it's the collective we are all part of social groups book clubs um, dancing groups exercise groups sororities fraternities church work groups and those are people that will come together as a collective and be able to support you on this journey. I've had people say, well, I don't really talk to my people at work. I said, trust me, they'll do it. Mm -hmm. Because people really are inherently good and really, really, really do want to help and see other people win. Yeah. You just gave me such a level of freedom in that whole thing. (laughs) Because you know what? I think about it, and and I hope, I think the listeners will feel the same way when they hear where I'm going with that. A lot of times people are sick, ill, family member, they lose a family member or whatever. And I feel like some people like, oh, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. Mm -hmm. I should be doing more. But I'm not. I need to respect my place in their life and know that it's okay that I can just do what I can do. So if it's really because I have a really, really good friend that just lost her mother and I sent her a card a really heartfelt card, but I was like, I should be doing more. I should, maybe I should cook them dinner. Maybe I should bring, send them money. Or, and it's like, slow down. 
you did something that was appreciated. I'm sure that she she did appreciate it because she texted me. But I don't have to beat myself up of trying to do everything for everybody or trying to do more. Like, I don't have to do that. And right. so that's that circle. Yeah. That's given me so much life and giving myself, giving me permission to release the guilt yes. from not doing more for people yeah. when I can just do what I can do and yeah. know that it's appreciated. And if they need more, they'll ask more. They'll because ask. one of the other things I just saw recently was uh, I saw my friend of mine posted a video about when you're when you have people that are dealing with grief, don't keep bombarding them with what can I do? What can I do? She said, or the video said, and it was a great video, like, just let them know that you can be, th that you're there for them. Let them tell you what they need. Right. And I know for me, I'm such a want to help everybody. Mm -hmm, I want to, mm -hmm. you know, I want, oh, if you need me, I didn't, and I'm calling all the time and all that. But sometimes that's not necessary. So I'm learning how to like fall back and right. be like, I'm here if you need me. Right. And just kind of fall back and let people have their process. But that, and the other thing I wanted to say about the circle too, is that, when you have people that have that circle mm -hmm. and really abide by the different levels of the circle, I think it will help people to not get their feelings hurt. Right. Because the, the example you said, like the mother that's a crier, mm -hmm. she's going to want to be there for her child. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. mom, I, I need you to stay in this lane yep. and, exp and and give yeah. us the language to explain why. Why? Yeah. And then the hurt feelings may go, okay, well, that's yeah. not how I support that person. But you're still right. supporting me. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Because the, the visit becomes about the crying mom. Right, right. <laughs> and, and then not, you've wasted your 15 minutes mm -hmm. consoling the crying mom. Right. Um, instead of getting what you really need from your doctor yeah. to be prepared for that next step. Um, yeah, and in this process, you talked about, uh, well, first of all, uh, I love language giving myself permission yeah that is music to my ears like you know other language are triggers uh -huh. that is music to my ears because that's such a language of empowerment mm -hmm. and that is truly what we want and hope to do with so many people and then you know it's this dichotomy that we are working through that we have to navigate right mm -hmm. so you talked about you know asking the person what they need yeah um and many of us don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's why part of this training with building your Ubuntu circle is understanding what your needs are and knowing that it's okay. Like one, one woman, I said, what is your favorite guilty snack? Um, and, you know, she's healthy, super mm -hmm. healthy, mm -hmm. exercise like 10 days a week and, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> 27 <laughs> hours a day. She's super, super healthy, but her guilty uh, snack pleasure is um, potato chips, Lay's potato mm. chips. And I and I told her inner circle people, those two to five people, because in that inner circle, you're gonna have a person that's like a spreadsheet guru. Mm -hmm. My spreadsheet guru was Monet Lee, the mm -hmm. um, wife of Larry Lee from The Observer. Uh -huh. She was the spreadsheet guru. And so she kept a master list of everybody that called and said they wanted to do something, oh, everybody. And then, you know, if it was bringing food, Everybody had a day that they were going to bring food. Those are the mm -hmm. one and done people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or sometimes they become a once a month person, right? Because their budget, we are working within everybody's budget. And if you allow other people to help, you don't w have to worry about taxing or maxing out someone's budget. 
because there's enough people around to help. Yeah. And if you and it shortens the conversations. Monet would go to the spreadsheet and say, you know, this person say, hey, I can do this or I can do that. Um, my prayer partner, I'm, I'm just name dropping folks. I'm celebrating these people <laughs> today because many of them listen and I'm mm-hmm. just giving them shout out, shout outs. Um, Shannon Coleman um, is my prayer partner, has been my prayer partner for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. I could only drink a certain type of water when I was going through chemotherapy. And we used to get it from a major grocery store. I'm not plugging grocery mm-hmm. stores. Major <laughs> grocery store. <laughs> and they stopped carrying it. Oh. Shannon went to, I'm going to plug this place, Dollar Tree and mm-hmm. found it. Mm. And she drove around the city. Oh, wow. Collecting that water. I love it. Every once in a while, she'd send me a text and say, water's on your porch. When you are doing these gifts and um, um, giving these acts of service, the intention is not for you to ring the doorbell and have these long conversations. You are helping to support the healing process. Most of the stuff can be left on the porch like we're doing right now to be Mm -hmm. contactless with Mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, So most of the things can be left on the porch. You contact um, Command Central. The inner circle folks, mm-hmm. they will disperse and, and they will organize who's going to be there, who's going to do what, who's going to drive you to, to, to treatment, who's going to take the kids yeah. to practice, you know, who's preparing dinner tonight, um, who's cleaning up. When pe- So many of us say, I don't want anybody in my space. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through cancer and you can't clean your own house, people will ask, what do you need? I need my house cleaned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are so many cleaning services out there. There are some people who don't have a cleaning service that will clean your house better than a cleaning service. Yeah. Because that's their love language. Mm-hmm. Let people in. Give yourself permission to receive love. Mm. Give yourself permission to be healed. And give yourself permission to just allow others to celebrate you. Yeah. And come alongside you uh, and journey together because we are, I am because you are, you are because we are, and together we are better. Yeah. I have to shout out to your friend Monet Lee, too. I'm a spreadsheet. When you said that, I, my whole world just lit up. Like, ah! I love spreadsheets. <laughs> I got a spreadsheet for everything, too. Spreadsheet. Hey, Monet. <laughs> hey, Monet. <laughs> yep, we shouting you out today. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, but, that, yeah. that made my heart sing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she she took that spreadsheet to a whole nother level. So when we go in in our one-on-one home visits, well, we haven't done them yet yeah. since 2019, but in our one-on-one home visits with patients, we meet with their families. We've met with as few as two people and my largest group was 47 oh wow there were people literally standing outside the windows Mm. 47 people and that was the the one I had to tell mom because she cried through the whole thing I said you cannot go to the doctor with Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. I know you want to be there you can sit in the car and wait on her but you can't go in the doctor's office with her yeah you can't do that and um, and so my tribe taught me how to do this Mm -hmm. Um, yeah 
Yeah. I had a friend. Uh, so, uh, again, I'm shouting them out. I know they're listening. My prayer warriors, mm-hmm. uh, Patrice, Pat, Gloria, Melba, Linda, Valina. Okay. Um, yeah. My prayer warriors. <laughs> right. My prayer warriors. I, I had reached out to one of my friends and asked her to go to the doctor with me when I had to go meet the surgeon for the first time. And... Um, she, you know, she agreed. <laughs> and in my warped, traumatized brain, I said, well, I don't want you to actually go in the doctor's office with me. I just want you to come with me and just stay in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And she said, if I'm not going in the doctor's office with you, I am not going to the doctor with you because <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. Uh-huh. And begrudgingly, I get allowed her to come into the office with me. Um, but it was the best decision I ever could have made because you said it. When you hear those words, mm-hmm. you've got cancer, mm-hmm. you really don't hear anything else yeah. in the doctor's office. And you need that person who's going to be a scribe. So we talked about Monet being the spreadsheet person. Mm-hmm. Patrice actually became my scribe in the doctor's office. Patrice is the person that was asking the questions because I couldn't ask the questions. Yeah. Patrice was the person that was absorbing what he was saying. And Patrice was the person that said, you know what, I'm not going to be able to get everything you're saying and you're using words that I've never heard of before. Can we record this session? She's a singer. And so 17 years ago, you know, we didn't have cell phones that recorded. She's a singer. And so she always carries a recorder with her Mm -hmm. so that she could sing and practice. So Mm -hmm. she happened to have um, a Mm. recorder in her purse and she asked if we could record the session. So that's another tip. Ask your doctor, hey, can we record um, this session? And if your doctor says no, I would start getting a little suspect (laughs) and investigating new doctors. Because there's nothing your doctor should be saying to you that would be incriminating against them. Right. You want it recorded so you can go back home and with the people that you uh, process this experience with it's all, all of the information's there and you're not trying to regurgitate medical terms mm-hmm. and explanations. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to take a break. This has been some really good conversation. <laughs> I, like I said, I always love when Reverend Tammy comes to the studio because it's going to be good conversation. This today is no exception. This is full circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda more with Reverend Tammy Denise with Carrie's touch. And we're going to tell you when we get back from the break, all of the ways you can help Carrie's Touch support this, uh, celebrate this milestone of 15 years serving our community. Keep it right here, fam. We'll be right back after this. Like what you hear? Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And we're back with Miss Wanda, life coach, motivational speaker, and friend of sisters everywhere. This is Full Circle. Family, I am enjoying my conversation today with my guest, Reverend Tammy Denise, co-founder of Carrie's Touch, a wonderful organization that aims to simply put, help more black women 
survive this disease called breast cancer to give them the support to just rally around them and give them the support and services that they need simply put and having our guest today and the fact that they are kicking off their 15 year celebration Ooh. with us here I am so grateful that I when we saw when I saw Reverend Tammy a couple of weeks ago in an event and she was like we're turning I was like when are you coming back when you right. come into the show and when you said you were kicking off your events in September I'm like okay Labor Day weekend. Come on, let's, let's do, do it. it. Yes, let's absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited. Before we get there, though, I do want to talk about Project SOAR, because I know that that yes. is a, a very huge project that you're doing in partnership with UCLA, correct? That is yes. very correct. And before we get there, you know they always say never call names in groups because you oh, will invariably yes. forget Please somebody. Please shout out your girl. So I said, <laughs> said Miss Wanda, I, I, did I forget anybody? I was like, oh, no, I forgot Stacy. And then I got a text message and said... <laughs> <laughs> you forgot me. Miss Stacy. you know how much I love you. And uh, a quick story about just having the right people in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, I never feared that I would die from breast cancer. I heard God tell me that I was healed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for all the praying folk out there, I heard God tell me I was healed. I felt healing in my body. Mm-hmm. And God said, go have surgery. Go do chemotherapy, go to Mm -hmm. radiation, Mm -hmm. go take, you know, the hormone treatment for five years and stay in touch with your doctor. Right. But Mm -hmm. so I never feared that I was going to die. But there was a moment in the journey because chemotherapy can be rough for Mm -hmm. some of us. And I was in a clinical trial um, that I wanted to quit. And I reached out to my prayer warrior sisters and I said, I'm done start playing the funeral I have nothing left in me and so Stacy is notorious for driving up on your lawn if it's Mm. an emergency Mm -hmm. but and she had a key to my house because she lived closest to me Stacy drove up on my lawn came in my house and sat in a bathroom with me between my legs putting warm water in a sits bath Mm. because I had these unbearable Um, hemorrhoid chemotherapy hemorrhoids Mm -hmm. now everybody is not going to come and do that yeah but when you have amazing people that believe in you and want to see you well we will do whatever it takes to get you there so miss stacy i love you i can never forget you you are part of the reason that i am here um now i can move on to project sword yeah stacy you were not forget because i'm telling you as soon as we cut that mic off she was like stacy and i was like you better give stacy a shout out so we 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 got you stacy we love you and thank you and appreciate you absolutely we definitely 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 do so project soar i'm super excited about project soar yes it is with ucla and um we are approaching our fourth year of an 18-month pilot project (laughs) it was extended of course because of covid Uh, ucla shut down grounded any research projects that had any in-person components to it we had an in-person component but that part was completed in 2019 Um, but ucla did not care and they were not playing with these people trying to do research Mm -hmm. in covid so we were shut down for six months last year that delayed an already delayed process but we 
we're starting um, to get the the results in of our analysis of our qualitative and quantitative uh, analyses of the experiences with black women and, you know, piggybacking on our ethnocentric patient-centered care pathway. And I know that's a mouthful, but mm-hmm. you got to speak medical terms to medical people right. so they get it. Um um, uh, piggybacking on that, we are looking at the unique experiences of black women uh, um, uh, journeying through breast cancer. We're looking at the concept of the strong black woman. We're looking at the impact the strong black woman has on uh, the decisions that women make. We already talked about toxic strength. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, putting on that strong black woman cape, raising our fist in the air, Putting, rocking our hoops, you know, Mm -hmm. um, bamboo earrings, at least two pair from back in the day, Uh right? (laughs) Um, Helps us to move forward because we know who we are. We know where we come from and we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors who survived much, much, much worse than what we are going through. So we are taking that and looking at the black woman and her experiences as a whole, and understanding that we are not one individual component or one individual part that makes us up. We are complex beings mm-hmm. and we are phenomenally amazing beings. Yeah. And we have also been socialized to put other people before ourselves. And that's when the strong black woman concepts becomes problematic mm-hmm. because when you are going through chemotherapy, Worrying about what you're going to make for your family for dinner tonight Mm -hmm. or worrying about a project at work or worrying about um, being on a committee at church or worrying or worrying or worrying, period, then being a strong black woman isn't serving you. Yeah. And um, to quote one of the participants, um, she said, you know, when I hear the term strong black woman, what I hear is we do and 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 we keep on doing until we can't do no more. Yeah. And so we are looking at that psychology mm-hmm. that helps us make, you know, stay in that place um, and not trying to fix us, but trying to support us. Um, by providing tools that help us make choices that consider us first. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. So um, we'll be making the rounds this year and we'll be talking about, um, you know, our findings. Mm-hmm. And we have made a commitment to the community to report back to the community. So all of the places where we did the live events, we are going to report back to those same communities okay. because part of the problem with research is researchers come in, get what they need, and you never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. The benefit of our relationship being a community academic partnership is that I hold UCLA accountable for going back into the community. They're academic. They do things in a certain way. And I say, community doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really want to make an impact and make change in the community, you got to dance to the beat of the community's drum. You know, you can't come in here in your white ivory tower coat and think that you're going to all of a sudden make an impact on community. You might put out some false reports, Mm -hmm. some skewed reports, 
But that's not it. So we are going back into the communities and talking about our findings. Good. Yeah. I'm excited for that. For You know, like you said, a lot of times people will say, oh, you know, I did this participate. I never heard again. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how what the impact of those results are. Right. Too. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And and we definitely are going to get I can't say much now because of where we are in the process. But um, come October. Well, so let's just jump on into these celebrations. Yes. Yes. Um, Not even October on September 30th. Carrie's Touch is hosting our first summit. I don't like the word summit because it feels colonized to me. And I want this to be a cultural experience for people. And so um, we're calling it Carrie's Touch Presents Intimate Conversations, Black Mm. Women, Breast Cancer and Policy. Mm. And we are privileged to have um, breast cancer survivors from across the nation we're going to have guest speakers from across the nation um, that are going to be talking about black women breast cancer and policy and in in this inaugural event what we hope to do is kind of what we are doing right here having a conversation raising the awareness raising the understanding that um, first and foremost no one should ever have to journey through breast cancer alone. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how many of our women do it. They, we, we hunker down, we put on that cape, and we become invincible, and we do it. We, we go to chemotherapy, we go to work, we go to social clubs, we cook for our families, we are you know partners to our husbands. And they don't know that we need love and support because we don't allow it. Mm -hmm. And so we we the only people that can change uh, policy are legislators. So it's taking this conversation about the glamorous cancer. You know, you and I were just talking about breast cancer being the glamorous cancer. Mm -hmm. What's glamorous cancer for white women? Yeah, it's not a glamorous cancer for black women. Mm. So we want to take the scales off of their eyes and illuminate for them a different vision and insert a voice Mm -hmm. that has not been in conversations around breast cancer and understanding that there is a need to approach breast cancer care for patients of color um, according to culture. I like that. Yeah. So that summit, is that open to anyone? It is open to everybody. Okay. Um, our registration link, I don't think it made it. We we had, you know, this was a crazy um, uh, internet week for us. Oh, and wow. so, yeah. So our link didn't make it onto the website this week, but it will be up uh, very soon where you can register. Any, It's open to anybody. It will be virtual okay. because of covid but it won't be your run-of-the-mill anything carries touch we don't ever do anything status quo we always kick it up a notch so it'll be um very very rewarding and we are kicking off our policy engagement and we'll be journeying this year with hosting more briefings we're going to do um some 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 training then i know you're going to want to be in on that miss wanda uh oh oh, and let me pause and with my shout outs i want to shout out one of my favorite volunteers 
Spears, Miss Wanda. She um, participates with us during nice. our um, uh, celebration of life nice. when we give gifts and flowers to survivors. Mm-hmm. And so she's a driver and she does a little drop off for us. So thank you. Are very, you talking very, about me? I'm talking oh, yeah, about I did. <laughs> I'm all, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I did. That was so much fun. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I just. <laughs> I, thank you for that. That was so much fun, uh, you know, to be able to talk. Actually, one of the survivors uh, invited me into her home, and she and I had a great conversation. Mm. So, yeah, thank you for that opportunity. Anytime I can do anything it's to help. Up. Yes, I am. Oh, I would love to do that because that was so rewarding. Yes. You're, thank you. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm like, she doesn't have a like, clue I'm talking I'm like, about oh, her. Yeah, that lady is named hilarious Wanda. to me right now. That is so <laughs> hilarious. So, yes, thank you for being a volunteer. We're, we'll be doing that on uh, September 16th. It's, you know, I tell people all the time, I am a creative mm-hmm. and a visionary. So I talk in circles. I yeah. don't talk linear. Uh-huh. And I read magazines um, backwards. So okay. then there's that. I started with <laughs> September 30th. Now I'm at September 15th. So, no, October 16th. I'll go back into September any rate. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll still be doing that. Good. That'll be mid-October. Um, and um, we just, from women that we've served this year, uh, sometimes it's the person that was diagnosed, the, 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 you know, the latest diagnosis. Sometimes it's the oldest survivor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a person that got a recurrence. You know, it's just yeah. random how we pick a name out of the pot mm-hmm. that of women that we've served this year. Um, uh, so that's the summit. The next thing that is super, super, super exciting is um, raise your wine glasses, right? So we got to celebrate this thing. Now, Mm -hmm. Carrie's Touch traditionally has gone into the community and we have made it our just mission to of raise awareness and provide education all throughout the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, we have not, we've never charged anybody for anything. We've never even hosted a, a I'll say, quote unquote, a real fundraiser in October because it's always been so important for us to raise awareness and education. And this year, our teams um, at Carrie's Touch has said we have to do a fundraiser. Okay. So this is a fundraiser, and it, our, it, it, it is our celebration. And so I, I'm going to be petty for about two seconds. <laughs> Listen, y'all, don't come at me talking about y'all charging $125 for a ticket to a virtual wine event. The American Cancer Society can raise $10 million in one night. Yeah. And how do they do it? By people making a donation at rates much higher than $125. Mm -hmm. To get a commemorative glass, it's $150. We are providing real services to women. One of the things that we did during COVID was we provided financial support to women across the nation. We helped women, um, we helped families pay mortgages. We paid car notes. We provided food for pa- families. We paid um, doctor co-pays. Uh, we paid doctor bills. We paid phone bills. Mm-hmm. Um, we we paid um Sometimes women just needed cash for a bus ticket. Yeah. Right. Um, We sent gift cards, uh, food gift cards across the nation. I don't live in a big palace 
and I don't drive a big fancy car. I drive a big car, but I don't drive a big fancy car. Mm-hmm. You know, it definitely is not the car of my dreams. Mm-hmm. So the money is not going to surplus Tammy Denise. It is going to help women that look like me mm-hmm. and look like you, Miss Wanda, and look like many of our viewers. So this is a fundraiser, but it's going to be so much fun. We are partnered with Traitory Wines. Um, okay. And are they in Napa? Oh, just slip my brain where they are but their location is on our website Um, but it's all going to be virtual anyway Mm -hmm. Um, and so what will happen is they will package up your tastings ship them to you and then we will go through the tastings together i will be there with um um, ed hi ed uh he um, i'll be there with ed live and um, we'll just be having a good time. And so then we have uh, another level, which is super fun. It's called the party within the party. Mm-hmm. And so if you do the individual uh, tasting, you'll get, you know, just single size bottles. Mm-hmm. But if you do the party within the party, you mm-hmm. get full bottles. And so what that means is you invite, invite your, your friends. Uh, COVID yeah. friendly friends over mm-hmm. and you all do it all together. And if you're in Sacramento, Sacramento, we even have an option where you can purchase a charcuterie board. (laughs) You know, we're not big enough yet for us to be able to partner with um, companies across the nation for folks to be able to pick up their charcuterie boards. But here in Sacramento, we are um, I'm pretty sure we are. I'm not going to name the company yet, but. You're, you're you can get there. a you can get a charcuterie board whether it's with that company or another company, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that is October second. October second. That is October second. Okay. Yep. This is the year fun raising yep. celebration. Uh huh. It's yes. virtual, and we are going. We're going to have a DJ. We're it's we're just going to have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, celebrating life, celebrating survivorship, and celebrating Carrie's touch being in the na- in the um in the community for 15 years. So uh, I saw something about raffles. When is the raffle happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing with the raffle. Okay. It's coming. We had to work out some things with the attorney general's office. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause when you're a nonprofit, that's, yeah, yeah it's okay. a thing, right? Yeah. So you had to, we had to work out some things with the attorney general's office and, um, they were supposed to start September 1st. Okay. But as soon as we get our okay. thumbs up, right. they they're, listen, we've got two months. We've got t- this month and next month for raffles. Y'all are going to get some free prizes, some free Carrie's Touch merchandise. Some folks are going to get some of these fabulous uh, Ebony London uh, earrings. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all kinds okay. of gift bags and swag bags and things like that that okay. people can win. All yeah. Right. All right. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to make sure because yeah, I, like, I was like, I saw yeah, the raffles, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wasn't sure how that worked. Okay. All right. Yes. Back to the celebration. The celebration. Okay. For all of you people that go to black church and for all of you people that don't go to black church, but have experienced black church mm-hmm. and the hats that you see in a black church, right? Mm-hmm. We are having Survivor Sunday on October 10th and with that we are doing kind of like a parade well we're it, it'll be like a parade of hats so you know you can wear pink if you want 
15, the color is red. You can wear red if you want. What we really want is for you to wear a hat. And it will be a hybrid. So if you're not in Sacramento, um, to join us at our host church, Celebration of Arts, uh, located at 23rd and Capitol. You can get online and we will be donning our hats online um, and just celebrating being a survivor. We'll get to connect with folks nationwide and say, hey, my name is Tammy. I am a 10 year survivor. Mm-hmm. Hey, my name is Tammy. I am a 15 year survivor. Hey, my name is Tammy. You know, whatever, yeah. wh- whoever your name is and however long you've been surviving. And it just is about celebrating and acknowledging us because believe it or not, Miss Wanda, one of the statistics around why black women don't survive this disease as mm-hmm. often as white women do is lack of representation, mm-hmm. lack of seeing women that look like them that actually survive mm-hmm. this disease, Yeah, which is why we give our survivors their flowers while they're living, because you hear that term celebration of life. And it's typically when our sisters have passed their torch and gone on into glory mm-hmm. and so we want to take that term and make it make it empowering we're celebrating life and we're celebrating you now so that yeah. you can receive your flowers and that's what survivor sunday is all about okay all right y'all got the events going on right right do i have time to do one last one you got time to do two because there's one i want to ask go ahead you you jump in but hold on let me make sure because i'm scrolling at the Mm -hmm. on the thing hold on stand by stand by well i got a couple of things i want to ask go ahead so the the before i ask about those are you doing any game nights for in celebration because the game nights were fun (laughs) the game nights are so much fun but the answer the hard answer is no it did it was on the agenda to do game night um but because of the the last event that i'm going to highlight it's that same team okay and they didn't have the bandwidth to do game night and this last thing but i'm going to let you ask yours before i give my last one so let's see um come on computer okay this isn't an event that i'm gonna ask about okay it is your app launch <laughs> that's my yes. last one. Oh, okay that, yes like, that's my on the same one. page because yeah, yeah, is... i was like oh wow they got an app coming we How have exciting. An, that is so exciting i am we are working with a team of um female engine engineers who are helping us with the development of the the app and the creative team is the team that does game night okay so, <laughs> well understood so <laughs> with us trying to make sure that this app is ready to launch by october 13th um their whole focus is is this app and the intention of us jumping into the app game is everybody is not going to call us yeah Everybody doesn't live in Sacramento. Everybody's needs aren't the same. Everybody just doesn't engage support in the same way. Mm -hmm. And if COVID-19 didn't do anything for us, it put so many more people onto a cell phone and to become more savvy um, electronically, including accessing and engaging apps. We wanna be a support system in an app Mm -hmm. we want to to 
for you to come into our app and we ask that difficult question, what do you need, sis? How, how can we support you? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we come alongside you and journey with you? It's going to have affirmations on there. It'll have video, informational videos nice. on there. It'll have information about Project SOAR. Mm-hmm. It'll have information about resources um, nationwide. Um, it'll have information about how do I talk to my doctor? You know, I like my doctor and I do feel heard. I do feel seen, but I there's still some breakdown in communication. Mm-hmm. How do I go across that? Um, there will be an opportunity for you to ask um, us questions. Uh, there's a prayer portal in there. Um, that's that's nice. phase one that will be coming out on um, October 13th. Over the course of the next year, we hope to launch two additional phases that bring on uh, different elements. You know, we are always looking at comorbidities and Mm. each year we focus on a different comorbidity to start raising awareness about as it connects with breast cancer. And this year we're looking at bone health. Mm. Um, I have learned a lot about bone health and the impact that it has on black people. And though black people are not diagnosed the most with osteoporosis, mm-hmm. who dies the most? Of course we do. Of course we do. Yeah. And we don't take our bones as seriously because we don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, you've heard about people falling and dying from a hip bre- fracture. Mm-hmm. But how many of us are ri- literally one hip fracture away from the entire quality of our lives being shifted? Yeah. You know, how hel- do you have a, a, a mild or dull pain in your hip? Do you know what a DEXA scan is? Mm-hmm. Do you know what your bone density is? You know, mm-hmm. and so this app is going to help us to push that message forward. And why it's so important for breast cancer survivors is that many of us, our tumors were estrogen positive mm-hmm. Um, tumors. So that means that estrogen fed the tumor and made the tumor grow. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to stay cancer free for 17 years or 16 years after treatment, I've had to suppress the amount of estrogen that my body produces. As a result of that, estrogen helps helps our bones stay strong. Yeah. That means that my bones should be monitored on an annual basis mm. to see if I am decreasing in my bone density. Well, as part of my clinical trial, we did the initial standard DEXA scan mm-hmm. to know what my bone density was and my bones were very strong and very healthy but it wasn't until last year when we got on board with understanding the importance of bone health Mm -hmm. as it relates to breast cancer patients that I understand oh you mean this pain that I have in my hip every day I should go get another DEXA scan Mm. and find out what is going on And so I did get another DEXA scan and I don't have osteoporosis, but I have the step before it that if I don't take different measures to protect my bones, I could become a victim of, you know, dying from a broken hip. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So any rate, the app will have, you know, all of these different elements um, into it so that it can really serve it, serve as a full support app for black women. You know, so it's going to look like us. It's going to feel like us. Um, In the words of Tabitha Brown, can you smell it? It's going (laughs) to smell like us. You know, it's just going to be black woman forward. You make a really good point. Had a light bulb come on as you were talking about uh, your bone health and, you know, family too. One thing to consider, which I didn't consider until just now, is that the impact of medications, if you're on long-term medication, like for me, I'm on thyroid hormone for the Mm -hmm. rest of my life because I don't have a thyroid. Um, And so it just made me think like, oh, wow, I wonder what the impact of taking this drug for now over 20 years has on my bones. So if you have things like, you know, if you're a diabetic or if you're taking long term medications, that may be something that you want to speak to your practitioner about is does this have an impact on my bone health? Right. That's yeah. I never thought about that. And we don't. We don't know. We don't know that. Um, you know, bringing COVID back in, but COVID-19 and because so many of us are um, vitamin D deficient mm-hmm. and that impact of of that d- vitamin D deficiency um, is great in our community a- and it is harming our people. And, you know, we I personally don't like to be out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't mind going outdoors, but I don't like being in the sun. I don't like to be hot. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we live in Sacramento. It's mm-hmm. 100 plus degrees here. Um, and so that limits my outdoor. But I tell you what, um, I, I'm not going to tell people how much vitamin D I take because I don't want people to run out and start taking that amount. But mm-hmm. with the um, partnership with my medical professional and a holistic um, doctor, mm-hmm. I take a certain amount of vitamin D to help with my bones because of my lack of estrogen, you know, in my body, mm-hmm. the osteopenia. And you probably never even heard that word. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> nope. so, so we want to start raising this awareness. And so we look at comorbidity, comorbidities where it can actually help patients across disease states. That's really good. I'm excited for the app. So you're expecting to launch it October? Yep. Our goal is October 13th. When we met this week, they were like, yeah, we're on board. We're on track. We're on track. So I'm trying to um, hold my breath and get out of their way Uh, and let them do uh what, you know, (laughs) they have been gifted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Good Uh, deal. So, you know, after 15 years, we're still here. Mm -hmm. We are still, we survived covid yeah. You know, yeah. there are organizations that ha- were in business for, you know, decades and decades that didn't survive COVID. And we did. Yeah. So there's still work for us to be done. And we really, really, really want to celebrate our accomplishments. Um, and, you know, I can't let this conversation end without talking um, uh, about the vision that my co-founder, Lynn, and I had about this organization. We always said that we wanted the work that we do to outlive us. Mm-hmm. And so it's outlived her, you know, by eight eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I pray that I'm around for a very long time, but 
I pray that I get to pass the baton on to someone who's younger, mm-hmm. who's as um, energetic and passionate about the work to carry it even further and greater and bigger than what I can ever think or imagine. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's 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 such a wonderful legacy. Yeah. Such a wonderful legacy. We're going to take a quick break, family. We're going to come back with our last few minutes of Full Circle and conversation with Reverend Tammy Denise, co-founder of Carrie's Touch. We'll remind you how you can celebrate with the organization over the next couple of months. So keep it right here, family. We'll be right back after this. If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. It's not just talk when you put it into action. Empowering women through conversation with Miss Wanda. We are back family, man. I tell you, I tell you, sometimes I just enjoy the conversation in between the breaks cuz you know, me and Reverend Tam, you know, and you said something earlier. You were like, "We don't go to lunch. We don't see like we, <laughs> But I'm like, I would imagine that if we were to have dinner or something that we would probably shut the restaurant down we just like gabbing sh- Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, yes. I just love talking to you. I love Likewise. your energy and everything Likewise. and so I'm so happy for for you to be here and to celebrate 15 years Absolutely. with Carrie's Touch. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is it's it's surreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, oh, we're 15? Uh-huh. 15? In, and it's, you know, blowing my mind that, um, you know, in December I will celebrate being a 17-year breast cancer survivor. Awesome. When we get into this season, I already I, I round up and I already start claiming it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm already 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's all very surreal, and I have to pinch myself at, as I'm praising God and mm-hmm. just thanking God for the grace um, and the love uh, and the the promise to give me life and to give me life more abundantly. Yeah. So it is an exciting, exciting, uh, yet humbling experience and opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's so wonderful to have you here. And, and you know, I'm glad that you, the agency or the organization survived COVID, like you yeah. mentioned earlier. So many had to shut their doors, couldn't provide assistance and things like that. So I'm so glad Carrie's Touch is here. And I'm glad to be part of the Carrie's Touch family. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. I love my yes, little volunteer are. role and whatever I can do to help. Um, and also, I want to just make sure to remind people, too, big day of giving. When big day of giving comes around, make sure, you, you know, consider Carrie's Touch to to continue supporting that organization. Yeah, so Big Day of Giving is typically in the spring, in mm-hmm. May, and then Giving Tuesday mm-hmm. is in the fall. Oh, okay. It's the Tuesday after Black Friday. Okay. So it's Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and then Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And you can give to us right now yeah. if you want. You don't have, you, to, wait. You don't have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> there are needs and, and calls in the queue. Um yeah. Uh, right now, for for any donations, you can always go to visit us at our website at www.carriestouch.org. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-S-T-O-U-C-H dot org. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yes, I was telling Miss Wanda on the break that we hang out with millennials in the social space uh, to keep us fresh. And then our millennials hang out with the Gen Zers mm-hmm. to make sure that we are, you know, doing the latest and the greatest uh, in the digital space. And so if you're on any of those platforms, we would love it if you would just click like, click like, 
click like and if you also want to you can click share as well um, to invite people to join us and to follow us on the great um, things that we are doing and especially in this season when we're launching so many new ways to reach us and so many new ways um, to support our women yeah 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 were there all of those were those all your final thoughts you know my final thoughts is people ask me why do I do this work mm-hmm. um, it's thankless work uh, you know in nonprofits you're never gonna end up you know being a, a millionaire you know be, you're not gonna be rich mm-hmm. um, I do it for the women I do it for the women that I saw in the mirror 17 years ago that didn't have hope, that didn't have resources that told me I could survive, mm-hmm. that didn't understand the disease, and more importantly, that didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, You know, I had the nerve to tell that same friend that drove me to the doctor um, that I didn't have breast cancer like another person had breast cancer because mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so we do it for the women. We do it for the women who are diagnosed. We do it for the women who are not diagnosed. Mm -hmm. We do it for the community because we really want to save more black women. Yeah. We really, really, really do. So my final thoughts are understand that you are empowered as a patient to be proactive and an active participant in your health journey. Yeah. And if you get a diagnosis like cancer even more so or other diagnoses and just know that there is help and there is support out there and you are worthy of love allow people to give it to you Bam, that's it right there. Reverend Tammy Denise, Carrie's Touch. You can follow them online at carriestouch.org or you can follow find them on social media at Carrie's Touch. Follow them and look at all of the good work that they're doing and ways you can celebrate this 15-year milestone with them. And remember, you can always partner with them by donating. Um, also, don't forget the fundraiser. I, I'm going to put all this on the Full Circle uh, pages as well, but the fundraiser, yeah. uh, the wine tasting fundraiser sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and if you're if you're in Sacramento, you get a charcuterie board too. So yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> so you know, family. Again, it's you know, I hope that you share this episode with your friends and family Mm -hmm. because I think that some of the information that we dropped today in the conversation we had was super important not just if you have a diagnosis of breast cancer but being your own advocate in the health space right being able to have those conversations the tips that Reverend Tammy gave Mm -hmm. certainly don't apply to someone that was been diagnosed with breast cancer only it's for you to be an advocate for yourself ask those questions and and build that tribe of people around you if you find yourself in a situation where you need to build your Umutu tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep keep looking for, um, keep going to the Carrie's Touch website because they're going to have that graphic up soon. Yes. You'll be able to download it and know how you can start to build that tribe for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that graphic will be on our app as well. Oh, yay. Nice. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the app. Yes. So, family, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate you. Don't forget, if you are in the Sacramento area, um, please help us celebrate the legacy of our friend Dana Maisha um, by going to All Things Literacy and More Glorious Accessories and keeping her legacy of literacy alive. Let's buy out her store today, 2250. 
51 Florin Road. Um, that is in the African, uh, in Florin Square, in the African Marketplace. We are going to be celebrating Dana's life. And if you can come and purchase a book or two just to keep, again, that legacy of literacy alive and all of the beautiful work that she did in the community. Once again, Dana, my friend, I love you so much. I'm going to miss you greatly, but we're going to continue the work that you did. Family, show love to everyone you meet. And remember what I said earlier, that's not just a slogan. It's it's, it's a way of life. And uh, you never know when your last day on this earth is going to be or the last day of someone that you know or love. So let's show love now. Why wait? Um, keep it right here, family, every week for more wonderful conversations and full circle and don't forget to follow the show on social media don't forget to listen to this episode when the podcast uploads on tuesday and oh man I got the Full Circle Overcomer series happening again in October. And if you remember last Overcomer series, it was absolutely amazing. It's coming up again in October. Looking for sponsors for that uh, series of shows. So if you want to sponsor the show or if you have a show topic that you want to hear or if you know someone that's empowering women, hit me up, fullcircle975 at gmail.com. That's how we're doing it, family. Have a great, safe, and wonderful three-day weekend. And I'll see you next week. Peace, fam. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.